0: The following podcast is an 8122 Productions podcast, in association with Hashtag 607 Podcast, Next Wave, Alternate Reality Radio. For more information, please go to 8122Productions.com.
1: Welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C., and it is almost Thanksgiving time. We got a whole week to go, but we're almost there. And we're going to be talking all kinds of, there's, you know, little little things here and there about uh, Thanksgiving over the next week or two. But uh, before we get to any of that, before we get to this week's news, because we got a lot to talk about, I want to introduce a dear friend of mine. He's with me each and every week. He's never going to give you up. He's never going to let you down. He's never going to run around or desert
0: you. He's my co-host, Rich. But I will definitely rickroll you.
1: Oh, this Definitely. is the first time in our show's history that somebody's been rickrolled. You've Somebody. all been rickrolled. You've, you've been got. See, I, I surprise you with these every week, but I probably should have told you about this one because you could have put the song in there while we were doing it. I could have,
0: but so. we're, we're past that already. It's too late. It's the the time is gone. It's missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, buddy. It's good to see you. Oh, it's awesome. It's a, it's always a good
1: time to be here. It is. You know, last week I'm I still haven't gotten over that. That was a great show last week.
0: Oh, of course, it was a lot of fun. It was it was it was a long time coming, a long time in the works.
1: Yeah, you know, we had Luke the Maestro, as we're gonna call him from now on. You know, he was here. Uh, he, we also refer to him around the uh, the
0: old office as Boo Boo. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Boo Boo was here. Oh, geez. Uh, So yeah, it was a lot of fun I I enjoyed it quite a bit Good good feedback on that one uh, as well yeah, it was a good so it show. Was, it was a it good, was a good, good show. time. Uh, Everything course. went perfect
1: with that one. And it was one of our longest shows.
0: Yes, it was. But it was it was very good. It was very nice. We were, were definitely all about that life. Uh, so, But uh, I know we have a big show ahead. We got a lot of news. We got a, I, got a, I got a little top five that's inspired by the news even. Yeah. That's going to be in talking horror. Uh, but uh, first, let's just throw it out there so that people know. If you would like to uh, talk about anything we talk about this entire episode or just chat it us at all you can hit us up on our social medias of course we are on facebook horrorzone607 like the page share the page rate and review the page help us out help us get grow bigger and bigger on facebook and to also grow our community period and then of course you can follow us on twitter at horrorzone607 uh, for all the social medias to join our conversation use the hashtag hz607 you can also go to 8122productions.com where you can check out some mike c reviews on the horrorzone607 page you you can find, check out our events and stuff, see where we're going to be, see the pictures of Diesel from 3 Fat Nerds, Terrified by Art the Clown, uh, and so much more, 8122productions.com. Of course, you could also stream and download the shows from there. Uh, of course, also, if you guys would like to help pay some of our expenses, you know, because we, we bring the show to you for free, that's never going to change, but you can get this show early. You can get extra bonus content from 3 Fat Nerds, plus get that early, and then so much more. Of course, uh, pretty soon we will be recording the first episode of Love is Scary with uh, Spooky Mike and Dr. Derek. That's coming up very very soon uh, and that'll be into the world soon uh, of course you can do all that and help us out by you know we have two tiers on patreon a one dollar and a three dollar we're not trying to get rich we're not trying to break the bank you know just trying to help us out with some of the bills uh, and of course to do that if you would like to support us there it's patreon.com slash 8122 productions so little opening segue before you jump into the news i appreciate that you know, like you said we got to pay the bill somehow. Yeah, and I I think I think this I think I'm going to open the news with a, with a with a jingle if you will. Oh, really? A jingle? I can't wait to hear this jingle. It's going to be a good one. Mr. Jingles.
1: Oh. Jingle bell, jingle Yeah.
0: What 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 fits with horror more than Christmas music? Well, it's kind of funny that you
1: mentioned that because kicking off the news this week, we got uh, we got some black Christmas news. I know you were excited. Now, I talked to you during the week about this. I told you, it's time that we get out. We got to pre-order our tickets. We got to get them for our loved ones. We want to get out there. Everybody we know is going to get together for the holiday season. We're going to go see that movie multiple, multiple times because this is going to be the greatest event in the history of time, and it's been rated PG-13
0: oh jeez! if it couldn't get any better or in this case any worse but uh you know what i don't think pg-13 is gonna hurt it because i think all along this movie was always doomed to be minus five stars <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think i think this movie is Oof. is is gonna be bad yeah it's gonna be real bad <laughs> minus uh, five stars is right <laughs> and of course last week i did say that i would go see this with our good friend luke and yeah. then you asked me about pre-ordering tickets. I don't think this is a movie we have to pre-order anything for. I that's going to be there's going to be lines around the building.
1: <laughs> this is going to be the biggest event in the history of time. Um, with its PG-13 rating.
0: Sure. That actually
1: might help it. I don't know. It might You're get, get, more get more people teeny boppers in
0: there. Yeah, but it's coming out very close to uh, a little movie called Star Wars, Rise of yeah. Skywalker. talk about a double feature. <laughs> go to see a good movie followed by the shit movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, which one's gonna be the good one which one's gonna be the bad one that's the question
0: um, after the last
1: Star Wars movie I don't know I don't know
0: but JJ Abrams is back and it's oh, looking true. it's looking yeah. good it's it, you know I, think I, it I cool. would believe you I would believe you if Ryan Johnson was back but let's be honest uh, I don't think we're gonna get much mileage off of talking about black Christmas although I feel like we're gonna have to talk about it a lot but uh, we I think we both could agree that this movie is just going nice. to
1: it stinks.
0: It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using all the sound effects on this one. Might right? as well just knock it out of the park with them right now. Uh, so. uh, you know, we don't get to use these sound effects all the time, but, uh, you know, I, I might as well. This is the
1: first time uh other than like throwing in little jingles here and well here's
0: the thing i I, i'm actually i have a i kind of said this on three fat nerds i think we did on for the patreon we do have i actually have a soundboard now on my ipad Mm -hmm. uh but i have to kind of transfer music over so i'm actually doing this the old school way but on this show where i don't have to host where i'm the co-host i can type in things quicker right so i'm just kind of testing out and seeing how this works out i think it's working out perfect so far minus five stars yeah, it's well, gonna happen. I, I have to make Black Christmas entertaining somehow.
1: You know, because it's 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 so big with the whole Me Too movement and, and all that stuff. It might even get better reviews than than you expect. Uh, but I don't think so. I don't know. Did you see
0: how bad Charlie's Angels is bombed? Well, yeah. And that that was well, that that's... was that was a hashtag Me Too movie, movie all over it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I think what's happened is Dave Chappelle, man, finally broke it. I think that cancel culture slash wokeness in in entertainment, at least, I'm not talking about in the world, but in entertainment, is is starting to go away because people want to be entertained, man. And that's
1: it. Like I've said all along, I don't want some political message when I go see a horror movie. I want to go be entertained. It's one of the reasons I hated the new Halloween so much because that was just so. That's what the emphasis was on. And despite the fact that I just thought that it was filmed very shoddy and it just had a terrible plot to
0: it to begin with, it got away from what the original was supposed to be. Um, but... I, 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 I get it. But I don't know. I I I I'm not going to come down as hard as on Halloween as you did. But at the same time, I I'm just I think that there's something to be entertained, and yeah. uh, and horror fans are much like nerds, like in 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 this aspect. So I do two shows about you know you can be a nerd for anything, but I do two shows where there's a hardcore fan base. Like as a nerd, I when I grew up because I'm 36, when I grew up being a nerd wasn't the in vogue thing. It wasn't popular. Mm-hmm. So liking comic books and liking you know things that I, of that ilk we're not popular. Now my son goes to school and it's super popular because we have all these amazing Marvel movies and et cetera. So nerd culture has now become the pop culture, period. So, you know, I, I take offense to it, though, when people, like, try to slam their messages into it. And it's the same with horror, because I'm also a huge horror fa- fan, a horror nerd, if you will. And uh, and that base is also a super stringent base that, about everything. And the cool part about both of those, those bases, as far as horror fans, and I'm sure that our listeners at home will agree with this, and the nerd fan base, is that they're both bases that are inclusive. Like, we don't have the problems that the rest of society has because, like I said, when you go to a game shop and you see everybody playing D&D or Magic or whatever the game is that they're playing or reading comics, it's everybody. Everybody's representative. When we go to horror conventions and we're walking around, everybody's representative. That hardcore fan base is made up of everybody. It's kind of like... Like Trekkies. Right, right. But here's the thing. In both cases... Well, Trekkies are nerds, too. Right. So think about it. In both cases, in both kingdoms that I, I, I call home and I love, we're so inclusive because we're both the, the land of misfit toys. right? So it really does bother me when people start to shove their social messages into our our world because we we don't see the world that way. We right. see the world as we love horror movies. And I know specifically for this show and of course we, I see the world as, as being a nerd and loving comic books and comic book movies and, and all that stuff with pop culture. So it's like I just don't like that. I don't like the, yeah. when people like. So I'm with you. That's that was one of the reasons I marked the Joker a little lower. I think it's the greatest performance of all. Uh, I think it's one of the greatest performances of all times from Joaquin Phoenix. It's amazing. That, go see it on that. But as far as the movie, I, I gave it a I, out of five. I gave it a, a three. And the reason why is I knocked points off because I didn't need the the director to tell me uh, rich people bad, you know, poor people good or whatever. Right. You know, I, I'm just saying. I just don't. I just don't need that 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 in my life. I I, I you could have done without that because the performance from Joaquin Phoenix was good enough. Right. You know, and here's what I would have
1: liked to have seen from Black Christmas. Okay, I don't know that we need a real to, remake. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say like a real remake of it. Either remake what was already remade. Which there's certain parts of the the original. Re- I, you know what? I'm never going to call this a remake. The the remake. There was parts of it I liked. I liked that it looked very similar to the original. I just didn't like where the plot went with it with the little yellow boy Well his, they
0: showed they showed the killer instead of yeah, just leaving it, instead of leaving that, it ambiguous,
1: yeah. which is what made the original one one of the greatest horror movies in the history of time. Uh, but I would have I would have preferred to have seen that or hear me out here. Before Bob Clark died, he was actually working on doing a, and this was when the remake came out, and it was 2006, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was 2006. Um, he was actually, around that time, working on a direct sequel to the original, so maybe something like that, but what about a, what about a prequel that you didn't know you were going to get caught of the thing? You yeah. know, the thing that came out about what, 2010, 11, somewhere around there, yeah, that's a really that good movie. It was. It was. And it, it was wasn't too. what everybody thought it was going to be a remake, and it wasn't. It was you watch that movie, and then you watch John Carpenter's The Thing. It
0: is a direct prequel. Oh, yeah. Everything's in the right place like is great. It was. They did a great job with that. They took very good care of that movie, in my, in my opinion, because uh, uh, the Thing prequel, if you will, which was just called The Thing anyways, mm-hmm. it was it was great. It was... it was, But nobody knew going into there, that that it was and, what like it was. And I said, it back to back, because literally where that movie... Ends, the next movie with the bid pickup. And when I watched
1: that the first time, that's what I did. I kind of watched it and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Because I kind of figured where they were going with it was what it was, but I thought maybe they just kind of took details that were kind of from the you know John Carpenter's and just kind of made their own like remake of it. And then I realized by the end of that movie, oh my God, this really is a direct everything is identical. Everything they went to great lengths to make the set pieces exactly as they were in John Carpenter's. So I went and I put in John Carpenter's right after that and was and watched that. And I was just like, oh my God. I didn't even realize when I was watching the prequel that, you know, things were what they were. So, you know, may, why didn't we do something like that? Why did we have to make something that it try to try to classify it as a remake of a classic and, and this is the garbage that's coming out of it? You know, why? I agree with you. You know, I, I there's no way I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, I digress. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, next up, we'll move along here because I don't want to talk about Black Christmas anymore tonight. Um, Everyone involved in the Fox uh, TV series Scream Queens is apparently on board to make a new season. Uh, series creator Ryan Murphy is urging fans to uh, let Fox Network know that they want to see um, they want to see more of it. They want to get it back out there. So you know, if you're a fan of that series, which I was, get out there, let Fox know you want
0: more Scream Queen. That series was hysterical. Uh, I think it was a good series. I would like to see more. Here's the problem. I think. Uh, hear me out. I think the problem is that Fox is not really doing a lot of like they've canceled a lot of stuff. They ever cancel everything after if it... ever since the especially ever since the uh, 20th Century Fox deal with Disney. Yeah, they kind of like cleanse the uh, the ground, if you will. They're doing mostly sports stuff. I mean, I. Well, even, have, but... even bringing wrestling over because they're. I think they're really focusing on that. There's not really too much episodic stuff that they're doing outside True. of the animated stuff. So maybe FX does but, it. But that would be a good place for it too. I think that the really sad part is that Fox itself does not have a streaming service, and obviously Fox owns the rights to Scream Queens because they can't shop it, and that's really sad. Because yeah. if they could shop it, I feel like this show would be perfect for Netflix. Oh, it'd be because great. especially, especially because right now Netflix is trying to load up because Disney Plus is is just blowing them out of the water, and you know obviously Hulu's arming up because it's a Disney property as well, and yeah, so I mean. I think I, I, that they should, I, I I really think that they they should do do something more with it. I mean, if they're
1: pushing some of the things that they are on FX, push that.
0: Right, but I, 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 guess this said, I think the series clever.
1: And people that didn't, you know, that weren't really horror fans, I talked to a few different people. It's like, oh, you watching this? And like, oh, that show's terrible. Or, are you kidding me? No, it wasn't. It was very clever. It was very witty. It was basically, you know, the same people that do American Horror Story and did Glee put those two things together in a way without the singing, but. You know, in Scream Queens was born. And, right. You know, Emma Roberts, who was a bit of an over-actor, she was perfect for that. Abigail Breslin was great. Billy Lord was great. You know, a lot of these people have been on American Horror Story now, and, uh,
0: you know, they, they were on this first. Jamie Lee Curtis was phenomenal in it. Right. But once again, like I said, I think they'd be better served if they could shop this to uh, uh, a streaming service. But unfortunately, Fox does not have a streaming service or a streaming service deal. Right. And so that kind of hurts a little bit uh, if, if Fox would have made an overall streaming deal with Disney uh, on top of that they could have been on Hulu which would have been mm-hmm. fine uh, but without without being able to shop it I mean I I would the, the best hope for all of, all of us I believe is that f- the Fox decides to relinquish their rights like oh we're not doing anything with it so it, it would just go back to the creator and at that point in juncture he could shop it to a netflix or a shutter or somebody who would take care of the property oh yeah but i i don't i don't think we're going to see it as long as it's on fox but that's not saying don't write in if you're a fan of it i write in uh, you know say we want it back but i just i don't think the fox is going to make it happen but it might move the needle for fox to be like okay well if you buy us out if you can get a deal with Netflix or if you can get a deal with Shudder or et cetera, et cetera, uh, and they're willing to give us a little bit of money, well, we'll take it. Right. Because I don't I don't think it would take a lot to, to purchase that from them. But once again, they're, they're going to want something to grease their palms.
1: Right. Of course. Of Which course. is fine. I don't know. Just try to make it happen. You know, I, I want to see more of that show. It, was, it broke my heart when they when they canceled it. So uh, speaking of Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story 1984 concluded last week. Uh, Murphy did say in a recent interview he does have an idea for a tenth 10th uh, season. Um, He wants to bring back all the iconic actors that made the series the show that it is today. Uh, He also said the season 10 is the final one contracted to FX. So this could be the final season of American Horror Story. However, there's a nuance to this. He does want to do another 10 seasons. He wants to get contracted for another 10 seasons. So he wants to make at least 20 years of this. Uh, So what he did say is if if, uh, FX is not going to sign that new deal... He's got a buddy over at Netflix and he's going to reach out to them and try to get 10 years on that and says he can make it happen. So there see, might be 10 more years of this this uh series coming.
0: See, I'm not surprised there. Believe it or not, I'm not surprised. And that's what they they the, the best thing they could do done with Scream Queens, but unfortunately they don't have the rights that he does to American Horror Story. Uh I'm not going over it too much, but I did see the ending of American Horror Story this, this last season.
1: Yeah, that season, you know, it started out really good. It got really bad really quick. And then it kind of corrected itself using humor. It was the mm-hmm. funniest one. There wasn't really a lot of funny spots in the previous seasons. This one was a lot funnier, which was good because it goes along with the campy humor, you know, in 80s slashers
0: movies. I, I liked, I, I, I do, I enjoyed the ending though. The ending was the good. The ending was good because it was, it was very, uh, I don't want to give it away and spoil it. You guys should see it, but let's just put it this way. You always wonder what happens to the final girl. And, yeah and they 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 did tied a little bow to it, which was really nice.
1: They did and it also had some like really heartwarming moments at the mm-hmm. like the last scenes of the last couple of episodes um I just want to say and I've thought this about this guy for for the last 20 years, but John Carroll Lynch, is just a phenomenal actor great great actor uh he's been in everything he was drew carey's brother on the drew carey show he liked the he was like transgender on that show Mm. yeah um he was in uh the the fantastic biopic uh, zodiac uh he was kind of labeled the uh he he played the guy that's uh, one of the main suspects in that case from you know going back to the 70s the guy's a phenomenal actor he played twisty the clown in uh, american horror story uh freak show so he was he was kind of like that iconic character that was in that season. But they they got rid of that character too quick in that season and it went downhill from there. Um, but he was, he was really good in this. He plays Mr. Jingles. What I didn't like about this is it was not a true slasher. It was just kind of American Horror Story did what they did. They had to do a million twists and turns and try to get cute with it and this and that. But the humor really did save... Save the Well, it
0: was a show that was made for cable television. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do uh, with pushing the envelope. I thought it was. I thought it, I, it did have some rough moments in the middle. Uh, overall, I did. I did enjoy the last few episodes, and I definitely. Yeah, liked I did the, too. The ending was definitely what got me. Like, if, if I had to say, just the ending was good. Dylan McDermott was great. Yeah, oh yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just so saying the, the ending was good because yeah. you don't see it coming. It's yeah. definitely a different kind of ending. And it was cool. I, I right. like, and you know me; I'm a big fan of things that end on a different note. Uh, yeah. Speaking of ending on a different note, we're going to end this first segment. Uh, we're going to go take a quick break. When we come back, we got more horror news for you. So you guys uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back here at Horror Zone Six Oh Seven. Hey,
1: it's Courtney Gaines Malachi from Children of the Core, and you're listening to the Horror Zone Six Oh Seven. And welcome back to the zone. That song can mean one thing and one thing only. It's time for this week's Halloween Kills news update. I don't know that there's really a lot of like newsworthy stuff here, but Jamie Lee Curtis uh, did give huge praise to Kyle Richards, who of course played Little Lindsay Wallace in the original movie, and as we know, she's going to be back in Halloween Kills. And uh, you know, when they announced this, I kind of was under the impression, you know you know, with her and Anthony Michael Hall coming back, coming back to play uh, Tommy Doyle, and you know, some of these characters, it was just going to be kind of like cameos here and cameos there. No, 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 no. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, said that, um, that Kyle Richards was on set for three to four weeks and that she was fantastic. Um, you know, so this is definitely something that was more than a cameo in this film.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, excited to check it out and see what uh, uh, happens <laughs> with it. Uh, a lot of things are coming. I mean, the, the filming of uh, Halloween Kills is over. Uh, we're starting to see some stills. We're starting to hear some stories. You know, I can't can't wait of course october is when the movie comes out uh shortly here is when they'll be shooting for halloween uh ends i believe they said like maybe March-ish yeah, march ish yeah so, so that's, that's still soon uh so by the time by the time this movie comes out in october they'll already have both done and then of course the following october halloween ends comes out uh, I, i'm kind of getting excited about it i do think that uh there's a there's a lot of upside uh, and uh, I I'm, I think that this was a cool uh, little uh, nod. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis going out of her way to say that she was uh, very good. And yeah. I, I like it. I dig it. Something tells me I'm going to like this one a lot more than 2018. Uh, I hope so. But there's a ch- possibility because it's direct lineage that you might not.
1: Yeah. And maybe, maybe not. I mean, the things that were missing, and I've said this before on the show, but things that were missing from 2018, you know, it seems like they're, they're throwing it in there. You got all of, you know, we were promised so much that the the 2018 was going to be just like the original, that the shape was going to be back, that it was going to have the same look and the same feel and this and that. And I went into this basically expecting John Carpenter's Halloween, and it was not that. It was a vastly different film. This one's putting in a lot of those things. You know, I I still wish that they would go back and film some scenes on the same streets in, in Pasadena. You know, if you're going to have these characters back, have Kyle Richards walking around out in front of her old house when she was a little girl. Have Jamie Lee Curtis come across her on the street and they have a conversation. Do you remember this? You know, this is, you know, do you remember being here? You know, have those conversations. Tommy Doyle's there with, you know, I think that that stuff to me, that would go a long way. And that's the stuff that they're dropping the ball on.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it looks like they're correcting that already in Halloween Kills because we already had those shots of what it looked like Lonnie being uh, cornered by the Shape, and that looks how how the Shape go into custody. I mean, obviously that's pure speculation because we don't know. You just saw a still that you know it could have been a dream sequence. It might have been real. Who who, who knows? We don't yeah. know. But once again, you know, because we know Lonnie is grows up to be an adult, so right. therefore we know he doesn't die when he's a child. Right. So we do know that part. So whatever happens there, we it still looks like. they obviously they had to film something from being younger so whether it's flashback dream or whatever it looks like they are nodding to that so that's cool
1: yeah I just I would like to see those houses you know the the Doyle house looks exactly the same as it did back then the the Wallace house looks completely different because they added on like an entire thing to the side of the house but uh, I I don't know to me as a is the fan that I am that would go a long way that would go a really long way just a tiny little thing that's all it's got to be it could be a five-minute scene and and i just that's that's the one thing that i'm kind of disappointed with and maybe it'll show up in there maybe a one i doubt it will but you know i am glad that they're gonna have these characters in it and i i i I hate to say it because i'm not a fan of the director and i'm certainly not a fan of the writer danny mcbride but um but you know we'll see i i i am excited for this and i didn't think i would be so you know whatever uh it Another news, uh, Patrick Wilson uh, actually did an interview this week, and uh, we've been hearing right along that The Conjuring 3, which is going to be out next year, um, you know, that it was going to be a different type of movie than what we were used to with the first two Conjuring films, Uh, but he came right out and he said this uh, the other day, you know,
0: it's quote unquote, definitely a different beast. Well, of course, they're leaning heavy into the fact that they think it's going to be a werewolf movie. Yeah, I they think they're diving into that, which they also heavily led into in the third Annabelle movie when we went to see that. Uh, they, yeah. they, they did lead into that quite a bit. So I'm assuming that that is where they're going. Hence his word of beast. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not upset about it. Yeah. Um, it's they're the only kind of haunted house movies i kind of dig though and uh, if they're just gonna they keep investigating cases which is cool and that's a that's a cool case so do you think that this is going to be something that takes place like during annabelle 3 no i think it's going to take place right after okay uh although maybe not and here's why i i think it possibly could be what led to that artifact being in the house because they that the case the, the case of the, that werewolf case or the beast of, I can't remember what the... Right. Was a case that they, that they actually went on. Right. And that's why they have the artifact in the house. That's how that ends up getting and out. And that's cetera, supposedly what this is going to be.
1: That's why I'm saying that
0: maybe that... I think it's the backstory to that. Maybe it's going on at the same time. Yeah, but if it is, it's just weird to me. And the only reason I say that is because then how did the artifact get in the house for Annabelle 3? Maybe it takes place right before Annabelle 3. It could. It could be right before. But I I still think that that's, you know, they teased heavily, and that's why we thought they were going to do another side movie of it. Mm -hmm. And come to find out, I think they're just doing it in The Conjuring. And of course, it will deal with the actual uh, event because I think that they have to stick to that in The Conjuring. Right. Like, The Conjuring series has to be The Warren's investigations. Like, they've, if they want to delve into something else that's a little different than they did because they did a ton of different things, that's fine. I'm cool with it. But I still think they should. Keep it in the investigation logs. Right. If they want to do side stories, do what they've been doing and make the side movies. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I, I like to keep it pure, if you will. Right. Because you're pure of heart. Yes, somewhat. And the only time I ever want to see an Amityville movie is if it's a Conjuring one. I'm tired. I don't I don't care about these other ones yeah. that are coming out. Bullshit. I call bullshit and call shenanigans. Uh, if, if, Like I said before, the only way I'll go see an Amityville movie is if... And only if it's in the Conjuring. University.
1: Yeah, and I don't see that happening because they were there after everything happened. They were there after the DeFeos were murdered. They were there, um, you know, after the Lutzes uh, supposedly had this ghostly encounter. They showed up afterwards and did their investigation. They weren't there as it was going on, so I don't see that happening. I think that that's kind of where Conjuring Two started. They take liberties.
0: They take liberties with everything else. Though, well, really. true. I'm and, just
1: saying. And according to uh, to a friend of the show's here, Tom, you know, he says that. Uh, the the uh, he he doesn't have very nice things to say about the Warrens. So yeah, I've heard I've heard
0: mixed things. Yeah, I don't I've know. heard I've heard that I I've heard that uh, Mrs. Warren was very nice. Yeah, but uh, from a from a reliable source I can't name. But she was they could tell that she was full of shit too. Yeah, but she was super nice. It made you feel bad to call her on it. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I don't believe anything, but they make for entertaining stories. They do. They so. make
0: great movies. Just throwing it out there. So last
1: week we talked a lot about the upcoming uh, Thanksgiving holiday and we mentioned it at the beginning of the show. It's yes, coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. So so what do you think of when you when you think of, you know, the Thanksgiving holiday?
0: Thanksgiving killing. Thanksgiving killing? Yeah. Uh,
1: you know what I, I I think of I think of turkeys, <laughs> I think of gravy, mashed potatoes, and pilgrims. All all of all of those
0: except for pilgrims are in Thanksgiving killing. Yes. And well, the sequel, Thanksgiving well, 3.
1: <laughs> which by the way, Luke has told me he messaged me during the week they're on the way. He ordered them. They're on the way. I, I'm in. I'm this in is going to be happening. Both of them. I'm in for watching. It both might of these. be after the holiday. It Might be after the
0: holiday, but we're watching both of these. But <laughs> continue, continue on with your thoughts. But so pilgrims, yeah, pilgrims are there. The the natives are there. Cranberry sauce out of a can only. Just saying. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't like non-canned cranberry sauce. No, same here. I'm all about it. It's got to be can. I got to see the rings. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know that might make me weird to some people, but I don't care. No, I agree. There was somebody was debating
1: this on Facebook on my own personal page not that long ago. So you're absolutely (laughs) right about this. And so were they. But uh, yeah, Hulu is going to be having a, exclusively a new movie called Pilgrim. That's going to be a horror-themed Thanksgiving movie.
0: It sounds intriguing. I did watch the trailer, so it was great. The, the trailer is it, the trailer looks really cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, so I, I, I'm in. Uh, once again, uh, I, I, I'm going to be reserved because even though the trailer looked cool, I've been disappointed before. So I'm gonna I'm going to go in with a level head. And uh, take that content. So, yeah, so I I, I, I want to see that. I'm going to dig it. It's it should be out soon. Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, if it's not out already, I didn't get the date uh, for it. But uh, it but said it, no. I don't think it had an exact date. It Just said November.
1: Yeah. Basically, what it is is this family uh, hires hires uh, some like pilgrim. Uh, cosplayer type people they're they're basically like reenactors to come over to the house and uh these people take their job so seriously that they never break character and they start murdering people that are there on thanksgiving so it becomes a fight for survival so sounds like fun to me sounds like sounds like thanksgiving in my house really
0: yeah, it sounds like Thanksgiving in my house, and that's why we no longer do Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, the, 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 my family stopped doing Thanksgivings uh, together when my uncle started getting in fistfights. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You know, so. Was he
1: a was he a pilgrim uh, actor?
0: Well, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Not no, it, it wasn't scary in the terms of a horror movie. Only in a drunk Italian man, you know.
1: <laughs> it is fair enough, else, you know. Deadline reports this week that in the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, there's a little bit of news, actually, we got about this. Now, we we did mention a few weeks back that there was a new one coming.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to get creepy for this one. Yeah. It's creepy. There's a it new Texas creepy. Chainsaw. We have to get creepy. Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: what we knew about this is that Fede Alvarez was going to be producing it. We got a little bit more news uh, just, just today. So, um, so, we do know it is going to be a reboot of the original film. It's going to be written by newcomer Chris Thomas Devlin. It'll be produced by Alvarez and released by Legendary Pictures through his Bad Ombre Ombre Films banner.
0: Yes, and uh, even furthermore than that, Bad Ombre Films has now got a deal with legendary films yes they topics. do so like there's a whole bunch of news we'll break into the next part of that in a minute uh, i don't want to shuffle out but i mean that was one of the first things that they mentioned after they mentioned the the deal between legendary films and bad ombre films uh is the texas chainsaw remake that Fede alvarez will be producing uh it can't be any worse than the last one yeah i'm just or saying the one before it I mean, where the, they actually made him—he turned face at the end. Yes, uh, you're talking about just the Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw 3D. Chainsaw. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw 3D, and then there was uh, Leatherface. Leatherface—that was the one where he was uh, a, which young, was actually young a pretty man. decent movie until yeah, the it end, was. and it's they totally, ruined it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 there, there was a swerve in that at least. The whole yeah. time you thought it was the, the, the fat kid, and it wasn't. Yeah,
1: and it should have been. In a lot of ways, it should have been. It should have been. What they ended up going with was just the dumbest thing that they could have possibly have done, and I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, they I gave you the it. bait and switch. Yeah. And people, there was a lot of reviews for months before that came out, because that movie, if you remember, was shelved for quite some time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, when the reviews started coming out, it was bad, bad, bad. And I was just like, how bad could it be? And I started watching, and I was like, this is actually pretty good. And then that's what they went with. It should have been the big guy. He He fit the mold. It wasn't some skinny guy that was perfectly normal, had perfect speech, you know, skinny little guy, and, you know, something happens to his his, his, chin, his, well, his jaw or something like that. I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. But that's how he ended up losing his ability to talk and became
0: the way that he was. No. No, you
1: ruined the movie. It should have been the guy that it should have been.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I I think they went too hard on the, uh, ooh, what a twist moment. yeah. There was no reason for it. Keep it simple. Yeah, I agree. Simple's with you. better when it comes to horror sometimes.
1: Uh, but like you said, uh, there is other Fetty Alvarez news. Uh, so, uh, also coming from Bad Ombre films through Legendary. Uh, we don't have a lot of information here, but he is going to be directing a new film. Uh, it's described as The Shining Set in the White House.
0: Some would argue that this is uh, our imitating life currently. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because I feel like that, that's a very good possibility of what's taking place at uh sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Ave currently. Yeah. The shining the shining could be everywhere. It could be. Red rum. Red, Red rum. Yeah. Well they always said it was haunted, so yeah, why not well. explore that? I don't think that's ever been done. Well do you do you think that the uh head character may be wearing a toupee <laughs> in this in, in this <laughs> movie that Freddie Alvarez is doing? Is it gonna be very orange? Maybe maybe a little orange. Maybe maybe he looks like he bathes himself in Cheeto Dust uh i don't know i, I would I'd rather saying, they go
1: with just a completely separate you know let's not get political with it when you make it i, I agree because i let's just said make I somebody
0: that's like a complete fictionalized character i said i don't necessarily i don't like when they get they add politics to myself yeah. earlier i do i do not like that'll it. take away from a good how, or bad it'll take away from it however i really do feel like this mixture seems to be kind of uh, hinting at like I said before, uh, are imitating life currently? Yeah, because uh, you could you could almost feel like this is a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, just it. You're right. But uh, I I think it's a cool concept. Uh, of course, uh, Fede Alvarez is very uh, uh, capable of making a great movie. Uh, so I, I I will be keeping my eye on this one. Can't wait to see trailers. Can't wait to see uh, hear the hype when they really boil right. it down. All right. Last thing that we got this
1: week. So we started this week talking about Christmas. We then went back in time to Thanksgiving. Or, excuse me, to, to Halloween. Then we move forward to Thanksgiving, which is next week. And now uh, we've come full circle. We're going back to Christmas here. Uh, re-releasing between, uh, in theaters between uh, December 5th and December 11th. Uh, Gremlins will be coming back to theaters, but there's a twist. What's the twist? Oh, for the first time, it's going to be available in 4DX.
0: 4DX? 4DX! You're crazy. I am crazy, but this is true. So you could hear this song, because this is from Gremlins. Yeah. This is the Gremlin's rag, if you, want, if you run that. Yeah. Uh, you could hear this song well in a theater. That's right. There it is. And you could feel it at the you same can time. You could feel it. You could feel the rain. You could feel the snow. You can feel the wind. You could even smell possibly the death of a father in a chimney. Oh. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, that's right. The smell. Yes. Oh, geez. The smell was unbearable. It was unbearable. It could be happening. I, I I don't know if that's I don't know if they're gonna go that far, but uh, you know, that is part of the story. Uh, I, I, I will I'm gonna it's just a the spoiler out there. In December, we will be talking about our favorite. Christmas horror movies, and I think that I will definitely be revisiting Gremlins. uh, Oh, absolutely, because I think you have to. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is great. If I lived near a 4DX theater, and and I would definitely go because I think this is a cool thing. If you guys don't know what 4DX is, it literally your seat moves. Uh, they they change the temperature of the air sometimes. They like if there's wind blowing, the wind will blow in the theater, if there's rain, rain will fall. They they pump smells in, so like if there's a burning tire scene, you will smell burning tires. It, like it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a fully immersive uh, experience, and of course it's in 3D as well. So yeah, it's 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 uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it used to be just at amusement parks, and now they have theaters that have this. Uh, I mean, who doesn't want to feel Zach Galligan sitting on your lap? I I, I would love that. You know I that love afro that, that yeah. gizmo just like gizmo tickling tr- the the neck hairs yeah. on your back of your neck. Absolutely, I Absolutely. think that'd be great times. I think great so too. times. Give a high five to the to Hawk, the Mohawk guy. <laughs> I'm in stripe. Stripe, yeah, I, I forgot his name. That's okay. You can call him Hawk if you want. I, sure I like it. It's it's, it's it's cool. Yeah. You know, uh, of course, we're not talking about Gremlins Two: The New Batch. No, because then no, you can like, the get batch. the feeling of Hulk Hogan. Yes, remember his little cameo. Yeah, in, uh, yeah, I new watched batch. it again recently, and, and it's just, like, it's a lot of fun. Geez. That movie's a lot of fun. Oh, that movie's so stupid. The first movie, the first movie, straight up horror film. Oh yeah. The second movie straight up lots comedy. of fun lots yeah. of comedy uh, but uh, yeah I, I if I was near a 40x theater I'd be going so if any of our fans are near 40x go see this movie and let us know hit us up on the social medias horizon 607 on Facebook at horrorzone607 on twitter and instagram we want to hear from you if you go see this or we want to hear from you period but if you go to see this we definitely want to hear how the experience was so send that to us absolutely uh, please so we can live vicariously through you since we do not have a 40x theater around us we don't uh so with that being said though we are going to take our final break when we come back it's time to talk some horror and i got a, i got a special talking horror segment Ooh. for our fans based upon what we were talking about earlier so we'll be right back Hey, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you listen to Horror Zone 607. I'm like, you know what this is from, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. I just
1: want to point out, coming into this segment, you asked me to take my headset off, plug my ears, and go la, 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 well, you came up with this to surprise me. I did not know. I'm legitimately surprised here. I did not see this coming. By this way, was not
0: planned by me. By the way, probably my most creative way to get Freddy's dead <laughs> on an episode. Well, and you were here in it studio. is. Here it was. Here it if is. If you guys didn't know, that is the uh, that is the final montage uh, music for the legendary movie Freddy's Dead. The final nightmare.
1: You know, that was the greatest movie ever made until the new Black Christmas comes out, and that's going to top it. It's going to be much, the most legendary much. thing that's ever
0: happened. Unfortunately, they will top it. But that is not what we're talking about here in Talking Horror. I just had to get Freddy's Dead into the show in a unique and fun way. I was trying to figure out how I was going to do it. There it was. The lead-in music is perfect. Oh, you did it, all right. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. I told you I was going to get you this time. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, though, Talking Horror, uh, we've kind of done a similar thing. Well, actually, Mike did a similar countdown uh, about six months ago or so on the show, but I, I feel like with the new news that Fetty Alvarez is going to be producing a Texas Chainsaw reboot, again doing a reboot and remake, I thought that it would be a good time to give mine, yeah, riches. Top five remakes of all time. Remakes, reboots of all time in the horror genre. And, of course, we can get back and forth on it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's going to be a different list. These are my opinion. This is not like I'm not going by the most cinematically impressive, the most, you know, you know whatever. It This is what I thought was my favorite remake slash reboots of all time in the history of horror m- movies. So, if you disagree with them, there's no arguing. I'm not saying that these are the best. Go ahead and give us your list list you can go ahead and hit us up on the social medias uh we'll plug it at the end of the show again we've already plugged it a bunch of times i don't want to keep june the cheap plug but hit us up and, and let us know because guess what guys we would like to hear from you because everybody's going to have a different list i guarantee it so i would love to hear some of your guys's list because once again it's all opinion and opinion based so let's start it off mike are you ready to talk about these movies Absolutely. i know i know that i would be surprised if you haven't seen all of these movies i guarantee i probably have seen them all yes yes so number five on my list and this was a tough one, but I really enjoyed this because there's a lot that could have gone. You know, whenever you're making a list, the top hardest part is like some of the later ones because there's so many options. I could have picked things like The Fly. I could have picked things like, you know, even the, the Friday the 13th remake that I didn't think was so bad from 2009. However, I chose at number five, The Crazies. That's a good choice. I love that movie. I love the remake uh better than I like the remake better than I like the original in this case, but the original again, one put me to sleep. Yes, the original but then again of course during the time that it was made and all that, you can't blame it. It is a George Romero yeah. classic that was remade uh, actually in what was it, in the early 2000s. I did not look up the date. Um, I do believe it was the early 2000s. But anyways, it 2010. was two thousand ten. Oh, it was two thousand ten. So yes, it was it, to me everything's the early two thousands. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Someday so, it will
1: be the early two thousands. The
0: crazies, the crazies was was it was phenomenal. If you have not seen the movie, and I think that it is an underrated movie. So there's probably a handful of people who have not seen this. Even if you're a horror fan, don't take it as an offensive thing. Uh, it, it, it was a really good movie, and you should seek it out. Uh, it deals with uh, people who become rabid, pretty much. Yeah. So, like, after the zombie craze that George Romero started, he then made a movie called The Crazies, and it was zombies without being zombies. And then they remade it in 2010. But boy, is this movie brutal. Oh, and, yeah. and I mean, in a good ways, It is bloody, it is gory, it has a lot of death, and it is amazing. Mike, uh, do you remember anything about The Crazies you want to plug in there?
1: Um, nothing more I really want to add. I mean, it was very much, I thought I was going to be watching a zombie movie and it had the similarities to it, but like you said, it was like a, like people got like some kind of a virus and Mm -hmm. just kind of. But become like rabid yeah and they
0: start like and it's not even like zombies where you're eating people they were just killing people it, it was crazy yeah it was crazy it is um, it, it's a great remake it is a really good remake as a very that good one movie. Tops the original if yes yes in my opinion as well uh so if you guys haven't checked that out for sure uh all i gotta say is the second movie in horror history that i in my knowledge because there could be more because i'm sure there was that dealt with somebody dying on a hail baler yeah a uh, hay baler i said hail hey, hey yes yes sorry i i just misspoke uh yes uh of course of course the first one was Cursed michael myers <laughs> <laughs> which right. is so bad but this one has uh, a better this one has a better hay baler uh dust scene in it trust right. me right uh number four on my list and i know michael will talk endlessly about this and it is a little high on my list i it could it could be in the top but it's just for me the the three that are above it i like personally better but this one definitely could be a top all-time uh, even in my opinion, uh, the remake OS. of Poltergeist. No. Uh, but it is something we talked about kind of earlier the thing. Yes. Uh, and I'm talking about the John Carpenter classic. Yes, uh, because that was a remake of a 1950s black and white uh, creature feature from uh, from outer space, uh, which was not uh, the same. It wasn't really the same. It, it was it was a remake of it as like Scarface was a remake. You know, right? It, it, it just had the same name, and there was a similar concept about Antarctic uh, expedition finding an alien life form. That's where the similarities really end, if you will, between the original and the remake the john carpenter made but let's be honest it is an iconic movie in film history some of the greatest special effects in the history uh, dude it's some of the greatest special effects to this day i know you're a huge fan of it mike what do you think about the thing the thing would be number one on my list
1: now i don't have the top 10 list that i did we, when we did this before you know i made a top 10 of my favorites and a top 10 of the worst ones ever being ever made and that's the kind of what we did for that segment i, I don't remember because i don't have the list on me at the moment but i would say the thing has got to be number one on my list
0: oh well, like i said i didn't- one it's of nothing, the most iconic horror movies ever made. And it, it's not, it, once again, this is not a slight. Right. Because I, I, I just want to point out, this is my opinion. These are just movies that entertain me. I'm not saying that the movies that are above this are better uh, movies, if you will, like as far as a technical special effects, because the thing is definitely one of the greatest movies just ever made. where you made. enjoy it. But it's just enjoyment. And I, I enjoy all these movies kind of equally anyways, but right. I think the other ones don't get their due as much. Uh, number three, and I'm a huge fan of this movie, The Evil Dead Remake. Yes. I'm a huge fan. Uh, This was, and talk about Fetty Alvarez. Here we are. Yeah. You know, he's the reason for the list. He's made the list because the Evil Dead remake that he made was phenomenal with all the blessing in the world from Sam Raimi. Uh, I know you just watched this recently yeah yeah about the last
1: month or so and you know this moves up my list (laughs) every time I watch I, I was telling you off air before the segment that in a lot of ways and I know this is blasphemous to a lot of horror fans in a lot of ways I feel like it's a better movie than the original and I love the original Evil Dead it is one of my favorite horror movies of all time and I love that movie more every time I watch it. But this movie, it, I think it may. Other than some of the stuff that happens in the end, there was a couple, couple iffy moments, a couple, you know, kind of things that I probably wouldn't have put in if I was making it. But overall, I think it might be a
0: better movie than the original one, or as good. Uh, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm actually going to get the hate with you because I do think this is a better movie than the original, and I love the originals, but they have their place in time. Right. Uh, the uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Are very tongue-in-cheek They're very From the time they were made You can tell But but they're still legendary films Don't get me wrong I would not trade them for anything in the world. However, as far as a better movie, right from the shoe, from the go, uh, the gore level, the insanity. I mean, somebody digging their face off. I mean, this this movie has it all. Oh, if yeah. this movie does not, does not in some way bother you, you are not human. I'm sorry. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form, this movie should bother you. Because it is unapologetically brutal, especially at certain times during this movie. Right. Uh, I love this movie uh, so much. Uh, it's it's one of the posters I have that is it's not up in the studio yet. I got to get a frame for it, but it's one of the posters I, I have that will be up in the studio because I do. Once again, I love the originals. They have their place in time. They're classic. They're epic, and I would never trade them for anything. I just happen to think that this is a, a masterpiece all into its own and terrifying on a different level. Uh, this movie was actually. Uh, uh, one of those movies that makes you uncomfortable at times. And that to me is terror. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't jump out ha, scary to me, but it was terrifying in the way that it was uncomfortable to watch scenes in this movie. Very graphic, very gory, uh, very to the point. I agree. hundred percent. Number two, I'm going to really take kind of license with remake and reboot, but it doesn't get its due. We have been talking. We did talk about this not that long ago. Cause we plugged something that's going on with this movie, but I feel like it is a remake to an extent. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my list, so I get to say what I want, and that's Wes Craven's new nightmare. Dang. It is, it is, it is a reimagining of Freddy Krueger because the main villain in this movie is not technically Freddy Krueger; it is a demon that is is supposed to be like Freddy, and it and it, it goes into doing the meta thing before, as we talked about before, before Scream did a year before Scream came out. This did meta first, uh, and I think this movie is severely underrated. Uh we've talked about it recently uh so I'm not going to go too in depth but I do think this movie is severely underrated and I think that that's why it should get more love. I do believe that it's a remake slash reimagining slash reboot however you want to call it because it is not the same as Nightmare on Elm Street. It is not a Nightmare on Elm Street movie.
1: Yeah, I never thought of it that way. It, but you're you're kind of right about that. Yeah. yeah, it's it really I mean it had a lot of even like the like similar Tones, like it has a similar tones tone, and, and even scenes, you know, like Heather Langenkamp's friend the, the when she's in the, the hospital cat. room. Yeah, 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 the skin the cat. You know, there was there were some of that, you know, stuff that was going on in that movie. So yeah, I never thought of it that way. There's and we've a bunch talked of about this movie on the show
0: before, and I never even thought of that. It is. It's uh, to me when I was thinking about this list earlier today, I I, I originally was going to put not put this on the list. Then I'm like, you know what? I need to put this on the list. I need to put it on the list high. I think this movie is a gem of a movie. Oh, I agree. It's, uh, it's a gem it's, of a movie. It's, it's one of the best horror movies of all time, and it is, in my opinion, it is a remake or well, technically it's a reboot because you could yeah, have made I it. Say right, right now we are going into a reimagining or a reboot if you will. Yeah. And we are going into a time where they're actually kind of doing a sequel to this, a fan film sequel. Right. that has Miko Hughes in it, of course that's Dylan's Nightmare. Go ahead and now you can find out any Gogo sponsor it. Womp stomp films is uh, producing this movie. Uh, the same people who bring you Never Hike Alone. Right. So that's why we were talking about it recently and I think this movie is severely underrated and it's severe it's such a good movie. It is a great horror film and it is a... A different take on a familiar character is freddy familiar Absolutely, freaking but is he is he the same freddy krueger no this is a demon that leads us to number one and what could it be michael what can my number one possibly be oh i have an inkling and it is the reason we're doing this list but it's not the same movie of course it is texas chainsaw massacre from 2003 right uh jessica biel was in this this movie was phenomenal. And and I've said it before, and I don't care if it's blasphemous, in a lot of ways, this movie is better than the original. I agree with that, too. I agree. I mean, the original one is the original one. It's always going to be classic. It's always going to have time. I have the poster on the wall.
1: I love how dark and gritty and you know how amateurish the original one does look. Um, This one doesn't have that, although it is dark
0: and gritty. Um, But this one is, tone-wise and atmospherically this is another one of those ones that's uncomfortable at times and is actually terrifying. Yeah. this is one of the movies that when I left the theater and I went back to a buddy's house, cause we commenced in drinking, we made sure all the doors were locked. I don't blame you <laughs> because like, this is a, th- it, it, that could happen. And it, 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 it felt real. It was terrifying. It was scary. It was, it was clever in all the right places. It, it hit the tones it needed to hit. In my opinion, I love the movie so much. Arlie Ermey, by the way.
1: Oh, Arlie Ermey was fantastic. Oh, my Lord. You know, he took, it was a different take on, on you know, the cook, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, that character was similar but very, but very different. And he was a lot more menacing, you know, than Jim Saito was, you know, as the cook in the original. And I love that character oh, yeah. in the original one. But, you know, you could see that those, you know, they were similar characters. But if you're going to remake something... Make don't, it your own. Don't do what psycho and the omen did. Don't make the exact same movie scene for scene.
0: Mm-hmm. Make it your own. And he did. Oh, yeah. I mean, even the swerve at the end where Jessica Biel chops off uh, Leatherface's arm with a cleaver. Yeah. Like, did you see that coming? Because I didn't. Yeah. And that was phenomenal. That was a really good way to end the movie, and she gets away, blah, blah, blah. Great stuff. And it's different, because you didn't see it coming, because you would think that they were going to paint by numbers. They didn't. They right. took a lot of liberties, but it worked, and it paid off. I love this movie immensely. It's one of my favorites of all time, not just of remakes, just period. Uh, there's so much cool stuff you can say about this movie, right down to the fact that they went back, they used the original... Uh, ee- Sounds of yeah. the thing. Uh, John Larroquette doing the, uh, the, voiceover. the narration yeah. for it. Uh, amazing. And I got to say, the trailer for this is the best trailer I've ever seen for a
1: movie. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I remember when that trailer hit, I was so excited to go see this movie. And when I went to see it, I was a little disappointed when I walked out. So, you know, and a lot of people felt that way when they saw this when it came out. They were like, oh, this didn't need to be done. You're remaking a classic. Oh, it was terrible compared to the original. And I think that it just gets more and more love in almost 20 years now since it came out. You know, it it really does have its own place, and it deserves the love. You know, at this point, so I I think that people going back and watching it, people that may not have liked it at the time, go back and watch it again because it really is a fantastic horror movie.
0: Oh, I love this! I love. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the trailer. The trailer is one of my favorite things. There's a here's a little clip from the trailer. Yeah, this this trailer's got great music. You got the kids in the van. August eighteenth, nineteen seventy three. My you actually feel for the characters, too. Oh,
1: sorry. Now, see, that's not the trailer that I was talking about. Really? Yeah. The teaser trailer is the one that I'm referring to. Um, you could hear... It was just a black screen. Hey, are you okay? I'll let you play this first here.
0: Well, I'll just turn that off there. Are you, are you sure? Oh, yeah. It comes here in the end. With the When you're running. Yeah, you just
1: kind of hear, like, not even this. This is a full trailer. Yeah.
0: That's so creepy by the way. Oh, I love that. Uh, I think Michael Bay produced this.
1: Man, I know. That's what surprised me.
0: Let me let me see if I can find the uh, of course taking licenses with the inspired by a true story. Right. Uh which is, is always a thing. So, let me
1: So with the teaser, basically what it was, it was just a black screen and it kinda had some words kinda going over it, and you could hear somebody kinda running around and breathing heavy, and it sounded like they were hiding in a closet or something like that. And you could hear the like there was a little bit of that stuff going on. And uh it was just it was phenomenal. It was a great teaser trailer.
0: Let me see. I, I might is is it me no, no that couldn't be it? It didn't show any of the
1: actors, any of the scenes from the movie. It was just, it was very subtle.
0: I was trying to see if I could find it. Uh, maybe. Maybe this one. As we're sitting here kind of watching trailers. Sorry, you guys can find these on YouTube. This is the one. This is the one with pictures. I don't even remember
1: that. I just remember a totally black screen.
0: I think this is the one that has the voice voiceover.
1: Yeah, it wasn't this either.
0: Wasn't this one? Nah, no. Well, we can't find it right now. So, it's, eh, well, we some other there. time, you know, if you want to f- play around on YouTube, you know, just throwing it out there. Good stuff, good trailers, good movie. If you have never seen this movie, shame on you. I <laughs> just want, yeah. I don't normally say that, but shame on you. Go out and watch it this weekend.
1: Honestly. I, I you know, most of the sequels, I've always thought the Leatherface looked terrible and just wasn't acted well. You know, I, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I really
0: do like it. Oh, of course! But they took a more comedic, you know, approach to it. That's why it's it. great. He's It humping. is. He's he's using the uh, the, the, the chainsaw. chainsaws of, yeah. as a as a penis. Yeah, as he's humping away. But, you got you got Bill Mosley. You know, Bill Mosley was great. as chopped up too. I love the movie. Don't get me I wrong. I love How you get introduced but, to him because you get to see his brother. He's puppeting his brother's dead body because yeah, his brother is... yeah. <laughs> you find out his name
1: is Nubbins, the yeah. hitchhiker from the original yep. movie, which I didn't catch that the first time I watched the movie. So good. By the way, so good. So, but um. You know what? What I I didn't like the way the Leatherface looked. I didn't really like the way he moved around and how goofy he was. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three was kind of oh, somewhere yeah. between the two, but that wasn't very good either. Don't even get me started about the Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't. But uh, the the Leatherface that was used in the remake was just as menacing as the original. Very good. The one thing that was a little bit different with this one, he kind of had like some childlike. You know, motions and stuff like that. When he's sitting there, he's kind of outside the the living room where they've got Jessica. Or was it Jessica Biel? One of them was in the living room with the family, and um, you know, Leatherface is just kind of on the outside. And Leather, you get in. Tommy, you get in here, and you take this girl down in the basement. And he comes in and takes her and throws her down the stairs. So you know, he kind of has like some of those childlike mo- moments in the remake. Uh, the original one, you know, he's just kind of like starts mumbling and stuff. He's, you know, he's, he's kind of yeah. doing that stuff later on before the dinner scene and while that's going on. He doesn't make so, the noises, which is fine with me.
0: If, yeah, he doesn't, the remake, do he
1: doesn't do that. Like the remake, he's almost more menacing than than in the original one. And they're both equally well done. I love Gunnar Hansen. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that role is iconic. Um, and there were certain things that he did that, that Andrew Bernarski didn't do. Yeah. But um, very, very good. Very, very good great horror movie. movie and a great remake. Yeah.
0: So there you go. There's my list. Uh, that's why it's going to be hard. Fede Alvarez is going to have an uphill battle because if you're rebooting, which is basically doing a remake again, I don't, I, I don't see you top in 2003 unless you use that as your jump off. Point. I still wish he was directing this movie. That's true. Personally. Well, we don't know the director yet. There's no director tied to it yet. Yeah. There's a writer. There's a producer. Right. You never know. He might be the director. And we might have somebody else. It doesn't sound like he's going to be the
1: director based on this information, but I would love it if they announced it, if that he was. Yeah, I'd it, love to see but, that. I'm
0: just saying, it could still happen because there's no director attached. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be, I don't think it'll be 2003. I really don't. I doubt it. I doubt it. You're going to remake something again. After you make a successful remake, you got to kind of leave it alone. Yeah. Like some movies don't need a remake period. Uh, but if you do remake them and it's successful, that's it, because you're not going to go to the well three times. I don't care. And they've tried. They've tried to go back. They've tried to rewrite history. They've tried to bounce Look off how many the 2000 2000- movies. We they had. tried it. They prequeled 2003 movie. Then they went off and did uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, which was the sequel. You know, they so retcon- the original. They retconned uh, to the originals uh, before anybody else. Before Halloween even did it. Before yeah. anybody else did it, they did that retcon move, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work it was just a badly written story for that and then one. they prequel there, there was parts of that that and then Leatherface prequel the original yeah it was supposed to be a prequel to the original yeah
1: and, it, and they use some of the same characters that they created mm-hmm. like like you find out that that uh there's a verna so you know yeah in, in the movie that was the mother of all of them and stuff like that stuff you don't find out in the original texas chainsaw so you know that that prequel was it was the prequel the original and then Leather, uh, te- uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. That they they kind of you know kind of became their own trilogy. That was
0: their own storyline. Yeah,
1: but um, those failed. They failed miserably. So, you know, I have a lot of faith in Fed Alvarez. I just wish that he was directing it too.
0: Once again, you can hold out hope because, like I said, there's no director attached so far. You never know. He might change yeah. his mind to it. And you never know. They might call in a heavy hitter. They, they might, you know, me and Mike is surprised and we get, you know, a, a superstar uh, director. You know, right. you're a Mike Flanagan out there, it's et cetera, et cetera. Just,
1: to me, and, you know, maybe that will happen. To me, how many times, Sean Cunningham made made cinematic gold, made horror gold with Friday the 13th. He was a producer on on some of the other movies and stuff like
0: I believe he was a producer on uh... he was a, he was a producer at least in name on pretty much all of them. Yeah. But he but, was, I mean, was probably involved in Jason Goes to Hell. Right. And yeah, oh, well. What a, what a piece of garbage that movie is. By the way, there's a great documentary coming out about that. Yeah, I and I saw wait. an interview with that. I, I actually want to see it. And he kind of tells how uh, things did not happen the way they were supposed to. I'd love to hear what was supposed to happen. Yeah, so I, I kind of want to see that documentary. Uh, we, we kind of did talk about it a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, that's when that comes out, I will definitely be uh, watching that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, those are my list there. You know, if you guys want to give us your list, go ahead. It's a great time for me to plug it. Send them to, or if you want to talk about anything else, else, but if you want to send us a list, go ahead. Facebook, HorrorZone607. While you're there, like that page, share that page, rate and review that page. Send us your list. Conversate with us. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at HorrorZone607. For all the social medias, just so we know you're talking to us, hashtag HZ607. If you would like to uh, stream or download our shows, you can find them anywhere you get podcasts just by typing HorrorZone607. You know that because you're hearing it, but you got to tell your friends that so we can build and grow. Also, if you would like to tell them, you can just tell them. They can go Right to 8122productions.com. You can stream and download from there. You can read Mike C's reviews. You can see our events. You can see our pictures. You can see our friends of the show, like our good friends, of the Ultra Tura Parlay Hour, as they're under Friends of the Show. You can click on them and go visit them. You can see our good friends, Floodlands, who do our uh, who do some of the music that you hear during the break. Also, you can see, uh, you know, uh, the Shout Out the Robots, Phosphines, you name it, it's there. Also, while you're there, you can check out our sponsors, uh, Dragon Master Games. That's where our studio's at. That's where the 8122 production studios are. And uh, so, much more you know guys check it out it's got some big news coming on the way we're hoping to add more and more and also last but not least once again i'm gonna say it uh, if you would like to help support us, help us you know, you know, it's, it, it costs money to run these things, we do this for free for you, we will never stop doing it for free, but if you would like to get some cool extras and help support us you can do that on Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122 productions, and uh, yeah, you can you can go and help us out two tiers, $1 and $3, once again we're not asking for a lot, we're just asking to you know that, and we're going to give you some cool bonus content as well, patreon.com slash 8122 productions, Mike, that's all For the uh, announcements. Take it away, man. All right. Sounds good. So uh, that's the show. for this week. It was
1: another fun show. Always is. I appreciate you being here, Rich. It's always good doing the show with you. Uh, as Rich just said, thank you once again to the ODPH, Ken M. We love you, man. Thanks for everything you do, and thank you, the listeners. We are so glad you guys tune in each and every week, and we will be back next week with a Thanksgiving show. I, I don't know what we're going to do yet. I haven't thought about that, it's gonna going to be a Thanksgiving special.
0: I, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to let it out of the bag. I am going to go over a list of Thanksgiving horror movies. There's not a wait. There's not, a, ton there's not, not them, a lot of them, but there is a couple good ones and a couple real bad ones. And maybe we'll get to see Pilgrim maybe, sometime this maybe next we week. Maybe. Maybe we will. Maybe. If maybe, we do that will yeah. be involved. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we'll do a review of Pilgrim if it's out. Give you a little horror news and then give you uh, some uh, picks for uh, Thanksgiving uh, cheer because obviously the show will come out on Wednesday. Thanksgiving will be on Thursday after the football's done. Maybe you want to sit back scare the hell out of your family. We'll give you the way to do it or at least be entertained because there's at least one, two movies on that list that will be highly entertaining that we'll be covering some other time. Uh, but Okay. Right. That's, that's what you sounds have in store good. for the special holiday edition of Horror Zone
1: 607 sounds good to me so don't miss it be sure you come back and check us out again next week we love hearing you know we love knowing you guys are listening we love hearing your feedback like Rich said so get in touch with us let us know what you think and uh, yeah be back here next week for Horror Zone 607 we will see you guys then this is Mike C for Rich saying see ya, see ya.